with a fresh new episode after quite a break hope you're having a great weekend first of all i would like to share that we have crossed 100 plus plays and for that i would like to thank each and every one of you for all your love yay so uh, i'm tanya and i have my lovelies with me say hi you guys and also tell us how your week was Hello, Natasha here. I had a pretty nice week. There was nice weather here in Mumbai, so I was just enjoying that while working from home. Hi, I'm Rahul. I had a great great week as well, although a bit hectic, but here in Luxembourg, it's summer now and we had a national day on Wednesday, so it was a party on Tuesday and after a year or so everyone was out, things are open, lockdown measures have been lifted, so it was a it was a good good short week. night hi everyone this is shagun um how was my week my week was uh, it was work as usual um got loads done uh, uh london's uh, having a great bout of summer um uh, yeah all in all a really good week awesome so it was a hectic week for me as well but you know what was the most annoying thing was an office survey which came in which was all about checking if employees are fully vaccinated and uh, how soon would they be okay coming back to office and that's when the realization hit me that shit we might actually have to step out and go back to our old ways of office cubicles and 9 to 5 and that's when the feeling of dread hit me and that's what we are going to be talking about as well today guys anxieties and excitement of returning to office the truth is i am not looking forward to going back to office at all and this has nothing to do with my uh, colleagues by the way if any of my co- colleagues or coworkers are listening to this i love you guys you guys are fabulous and uh, you don't make my life difficult at all like not at all but um <laughs> uh, yeah i've really warmed up to working from home uh, i have invested a fair amount of time and effort in you know making like a nice work from home setup i love my desk i love my chair uh i love the fact that i can um uh i can sit in comfortable wear you know lounge wear uh is what they're calling it these days you know uh, presentable and yet comfy uh, the fact that i can take a break any time um and i can just kind of like be relaxed be myself you know spread out my work as and when i want to uh during uh, during work hours and most importantly don't you know i i feel like i'm i'm a lot more focused at home uh because really? uh, you're not like bothered by um, colleagues all the time kindly uh, elaborate wait yeah this no. is very elaborate are you more focused at home on your work That's or other things true. no i i'm more focused i'm more focused i i feel like i've gotten a lot more done and i feel like i'm way more productive at home oh. than i am in office so those are my feelings in short interesting so rahul uh, are you also pretty focused at work while you're working from home <laughs> what is it <laughs> okay so this podcast will be hidden from my colleagues if you're listening please stop <laughs> so i am uh, well okay i am productive yes i have gotten a lot of done uh, during lockdown as well as shagun said but i have noticed that sometimes when i go to work like our office has been open and we have we can choose to go or not go with flex we are flexible about it some days when i go to the office it's productive 
um office is more productive you can get you can quickly basically get a lot of things done with 5 minute conversations for which you have to set a 30 30 minute meeting otherwise at home etc having said mm-hmm. that working from home means uh there are a lot of distractions all around which <laughs> are good for life which are good for our life in general is it really great for work i am not sure but in general Wait, what for you at home you live alone Yes so can can there not be other distractions <laughs> so tell us what these distractions I mean work from work from home is wild I mean one moment I'm in a senior leadership review the next moment uh, I'm 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 watching an episode of modern family in the middle of the day maybe sip a wine or two about shopping for one hour who knows <laughs> life is flexible and wild no but okay. Natasha what do you think about this uh, in fact you know you were isolating during your actual honeymoon period so yeah. tell us about <laughs> that as well no so okay uh, first and foremost i sort of agree with what shagun was saying i think i get a lot more work done when i'm at home which is why i actually wouldn't mind going back to work because i feel like when you're working from home the boundaries between work and personal life yeah. are just very blurred you know you, you mm. it's not as easy to switch off because you know you mm. just open your laptop again someone will mail you or call you while when you're at work you leave you typically you know you tend to have a transition period so you know that you know especially if you have a li- like a longer commute you do the commute and you've transitioned to sort of going home and unwinding which doesn't happen when you're already at home and i mm-hmm. actually have been feeling like you know life has gotten a little bit monotonous because of that because you know every day i'm just getting up and seeing the same um i mean it's any routine right so i wouldn't mind going back to work uh, honestly like at least a day a week or something like that uh, in fact uh, tanya my company has been doing these surveys for uh, like since last year actually mm-hmm. and um, the fact of the matter is that of course now vaccination camps are happening so i think once people are vaccinated yeah. it could it could open up real soon uh, but yeah and i think on a lighter note you do miss the i mean i do miss office interactions which are informal because everything on on online when we working from home is very transactional and like you know what rahul was saying that sometimes a 5 minute conversation does the job of a half an hour call uh, mm-hmm. in person conversation i think that's what i miss uh but as to your question on honeymooning period uh yeah. the i mean basically my husband was anyway going to work uh his office has been open since last september so i have been pretty much home alone working but uh-huh. there have been times that he's also worked from home like for example when there was lockdown in mumbai uh things like that uh but it's not been i mean it's been okay but you know it's too much of a good thing can become tedious so i would say i'm okay. going to work a few days a week definitely lol you said husband <laughs> you sound so hello <laughs> i know so at work by the way at work by the way i always use the word partner and i get like ragged for it saying that oh my god why can't you just say husband why are you so shy so i was like okay let me just say husband hello, today. Just say i got ragged for uh, the same thing so no i i don't i think i can't really use the word boyfriend anymore fair enough but, wow yeah. so adult, this is adult thing a uh, important and like an interesting aspect of um, a work from home uh, yeah. especially for people who have 
partners i will i will refrain from saying like husbands and wives because well we are we are just evolved about these things now um but uh, yeah this is an interesting aspect like even even for me uh, i want to work from home but i definitely want my husband to go back to office uh, because otherwise it can it can be a real mon- a real nightmare yaar if like there are two people <laughs> um working from home yeah. in the in the same and in in the same confined space um and uh, my work involves uh, being on a lot of calls and meetings all day and mm-hmm. and same as for him so um we are often kind of like like all my colleagues um are aware of the fact that you know uh, my husband and I, the kind of work he does it's very stressful there's a lot of like intense like yell okay not like yelling as such but yeah just like a lot of intense talking uh, you know all my colleagues have heard it and they're all very much aware of the fact that she has a crazy husband who's <laughs> who's yelling, yelling on the phone, phone. Mm-hmm. um so yeah that's that's a weird um thing to deal with that's interesting because people who are alone uh, you know their experience is a little different so for me uh, interestingly when this all started initially i was super pumped and so happy about being at home uh, you know uh, it was pretty interesting adjusting to the fact that you know you have a new routine and you don't have a lot of people around it was it was a lot of fun uh, but then it slowly started getting uh, to me and i started realizing that my days lost structures altogether and you know being uh, in advertising doesn't help because you know uh, i also realized that some industries inherently uh, you know uh, have a certain kind of work, work culture and it's important for them to you know kind of draw boundaries and establish basic you know workflows and disciplines which don't exist so uh, if you are not really going to work there is no divide just like you know both of you mentioned natasha and chakun that it's so important to actually have logging in and logging off kind of a setup which didn't exist for me and then it story started getting onto me so uh, yeah i think uh, for that reason i am looking forward to going to work i would love to see some structure coming back to my days but yeah i think i'm going to miss this entire easy lazing around and you know kind of just chilling uh, you know and for me interestingly i got a chance to come back home and you know uh, i spent around 6 months with my family uh, i have never spent this much time with them since school so it has been a really interesting experience it's 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 an interesting uh, you know scenario uh, it wouldn't be uh, you know it it wouldn't be something uh, it wouldn't be an easy transition for most of us going back to work um and i'm sure it's not going to be that uh, binary either like rahul mentioned it's going to be a combination of work from home and uh, you know it's going to be a hybrid kind of a setup so uh, it's going to so be Tanya. interesting to see what a new normal looks like yeah yeah so how yes. was uh, working from home in the world of advertising where a lot depends on your relationships ha <laughs> 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 huh, so uh, interestingly uh, for us uh, you know uh, i mean th- because there is a lot of you know contact and people usually have to get together and you know there are a lot of conferences and get trainings together. etc yeah yeah so quote and quote yeah. trainings <laughs> very interesting experience in fact you know a lot of yeah a lot of senior resources are not very uh, pro technology are not very pro technology yeah. and there were a lot of really funny incidents in fact there was one which actually got pretty you know uh, 
hyped on media as well in the beginning of the lockdown there was a really big conference of a certain body i don't want to mention the name but that that conference actually uh, was you know pretty much public and the link for that uh, you know online conference was shared with almost every agency and every marketing individual in the country and then that got hacked and there were actual random white people humping on screen when that conference was happening what <laughs> so, yeah we need to see them yeah yeah in fact i think natasha i i'm sure you'll be aware of it because uh, uh, you know i think uh, we had a chat about it later and yeah so it was it was a professional they concept. were just they were just trying to do what they do offline online they were just trying to do it on the web what they usually do at conferences advertising conferences <laughs> i think you know it's very important to understand that advertising is not as glamorous as it sounds oh, uh, but It it's not, not a it's not a glam madhur bandarkar movie is it no. not done thank god how disappointing it's so disappointing but yeah it was pretty interesting you know those days when people were like kind of getting a knack of the technology and still not used to it now it's just you know and now that people are okay with it it's just 24/7 so i think uh, a balance is missing for us and a lot of agencies have written about it on linkedin a lot of people are talking about it and i think now with hybrid work environments uh, they'll have to find a sweet spot so let's see how that goes but what yeah, if hybrid is the worst of both worlds <laughs> we are neither logging <laughs> off and also going to the office
think I have a lot of formal clothes which have not been worn in forever. Recently, last week I wore it because I had a meeting somewhere. But I liked getting dressed up. I miss getting dressed up. The only problem is I'll have to get up earlier. <laughs> That's what I will miss. The extra, you know, half hour of sleep. But I think mm-hmm. I'm okay getting dressed up now. At least if it's hybrid ways of working, do it once or twice a week is I think okay. I think I should be able. But to do you guys dance. turn your camera on while being on calls? Because for that, also, I have yeah, like in my new team, everyone does. <laughs> so, yeah, even in my I team, don't... camera yeah. is the norm, uh, which means I always uh, have to be at presentable um, at the very uh, bare minimum. Um, and yeah, that's another aspect of uh, 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 returning to office that uh, I am personally not looking looking forward to it now. Like um, uh, my my shower routine is like completely at will now. You know, sometimes I will uh, take a shower in the uh, middle of the day because that's when I find uh, time. Mornings usually are uh, very very uh, hectic. Um, I mean, and now when I think about it, like when I think about when I was going back to office, it's so difficult to imagine that I was. um waking up getting dressed having a quick breakfast and reaching office and i was doing all of that by 9:30 in the morning now usually all of that happens by like 12 noon or uh one in the afternoon um so yeah, yeah. so i think it's it's all about you know uh, put i mean the routine which was non existent we'll have to probably you know uh, put it in a structure pretty much like what we had discussed earlier So yeah with that we move to the next segment Next section where we explore popular culture movies and you know ongoing themes and today we're going to be talking about horror movies contemporary horror movies and what are our favorites now uh, when it comes to horror movies um, my mom was a major horror movie fan when i was growing up and uh, i remember a certain incident uh, you know as a child so my brother showed me a painting in our house and he said that the eyes of this girl are going to watch you all the time and if you prick this with a pin it's going to bleed and i was so scared everywhere i would go i would just see that painting and i could see its eyes following me and that scared the shit out of me and for a long time i could not sleep alone and since then i have not been a major fan of this uh, genre but i know that this particular genre appeals to a lot of people and i really want to understand uh, from you guys what do you think makes this genre really appealing to people the fact that we are all dead inside and we want something really really extreme to jolt us up maybe that's one of the things that uh, attract people towards horror i don't know what yeah. do you think natasha okay so it's not my favorite genre definitely but i think there's something to be said about being in a theater with like a bunch of friends and watching something that scares the shit out of you like i just want that experience i want i want I want to be jolted out of my skin, right? I I want that experience. But uh, honestly speaking, there are some horror movies which have made me laugh. So I will definitely say that it's 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 not. Uh, I think it's the It sadistic. Yeah. It's the sadistic uh, nature of being a human being uh, that maybe makes us want to scare ourselves uh, just because we want to feel something like you know. 
like around i don't know i've never been a big fan of like horror horror like typical horror movies um i know i'm a total weakling when it comes to these things uh, um i mean i kind of usually when i'm watching a movie i really like to get into the atmospherics of it and i really like to kind of sink myself uh, immerse myself into the um into the whole movie watching experience with horror movies like the few times i've watched horror movies i've 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 noticed that they can really like have an effect uh they can leave a lingering effect on my mind uh, where i you know where i keep feeling like weird and bummed out long after i've watched the horror movie so i was like okay don't think i can take it psychological horrors and thr- thrillers those are definitely more my jam i think a lot of people say that they watch scary movies because it helps them to release their anxieties and fears deep with that uh, within their uh, conscious uh, what i also uh, feel is that uh, you know a lot of horror movies which are based on actual human beings uh, you know yeah. losing it and being the part of being the devil uh, you know uh, and doing really despicable uh, despicable stuff is what uh, you know makes this uh, you know genre or the extension of this genre a little more interesting and relatable do tell me uh, what are your favorite horror movies and which ones you think were unmissable and why okay my favorite one i think of all time has been the ring uh watched it i think when we were in school but it's still something that would i guess it could still scare me and i think um, it has everything right it has a bit of uh, it has a psychological sort of it plays on your mind it, there is this mysterious unknown there is obviously a girl with black hair all over her hiding her face so the, it has i think all the elements but i think the ring works because all good horror movies also need like a innocent cute naive protagonist and, and that is what sort of counters the you know the unknown and the devilish or whatever so i think it has that balance and i quite like ring uh, recently i think i watched uh, maybe in the recent past pari was decent uh, that's an hindi uh-huh. hindi movie uh, i i seen it in the theater so i mean again it was the experience i think it was okay it was not like it was not 100% scary but i would say it was like an 80 85 uh but from old stuff i think i really like 100 days <laughs> back in Ooh, back yeah. in the day madhuri dikshit and uh, jackie shroff uh corn i think i used to really like and that had scared the shit out of me i was alone at home and i watched it i think these days i like a lot more horror comedy mm. you know things like uh, three uh things like uh, scary movie by the way <laughs> is always funny yeah uh there have been few you know classics uh, which i like and of course i think rosemary's baby everyone has told me is really good i haven't seen it yet but i i plan to some so interestingly 100 days is also so 100 days has a similar painting scene which i was talking about and i think my brother referred to that scene where he was scaring me <laughs> i remember yeah i like i'd like to talk about two of uh the um horror things that i watched they were very interesting i don't know it's fair to call them uh, my favorites because like i said as a genre um i uh, it's not on top of my list but two horror movies that i uh, saw and i'd recommend strongly were a shutter island i thought shutter island was um absolutely terrifying um especially because like you know you you watch shutter island and it's just like it's the kind of thing that could happen to anyone you know um it's very it's it's uh, it's based on like uh, it's about a real person and i've read the book as well uh, the movie uh, is far far better and uh, does such a good job of bringing out 
the naturally uh, scary instincts of a person um mm-hmm. so that's that's one and uh, of course it had leonardo dicaprio who's well yeah. a goat person um uh, the other one that i'd like to talk about and this one is relatively uh, lesser known is uh, uh, i i don't know if you guys have seen the um, the british uh, science fiction sort of series called black mirror um at black and it's it's a series so there are like distinctive episodes in it and one of the episodes is called playtest where a man kind of uh, signs up to uh, uh mm-hmm. participate for a uh, for a video game that has yeah. uh, that that plays on his uh, uh, on his fears so basically his fears come to come to life and he has to overcome they they take tangible form in front of him and he has to overcome them and that is downright the scariest thing i have ever 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 watched in my life big big shout, uh, shout out to um uh, playtest from uh, black mirror and if you're a fan of the uh, the genre and especially things yeah. that can play on your mind please watch it um, absolutely great. amazing yeah yeah um, great spot and great recommendation and one thing i remembered when you know shakul was talking was bravich project i think that was a really good watch anything which is based on a on true events i tends to share scare the shit out of people and i think there which was shot in this at that time it was new because it was this mockumentary kind of a format right and mm-hmm. it was really good like devish project was yeah. amazing how do you have any thoughts on uh, black mirror or on similar such yes of course so black mirror first of all yeah it's it used to be one of my absolute favorites uh, especially the first 3 seasons each and every episode stands out on its own some of them of course are not as scary and some of them have really really dark undertones so uh, a great point there shagun in terms of movies uh, one of the one of the recent so i have not been a fan of horror as such but off late i have been watching different kinds of horror psychological thrillers uh, and one of them that come to my mind are these ari aster movies uh, midsomar and hereditary oh, yeah. none of these movies have so actually midsomar there is no ghost there is nothing there and the whole movie turns the genre upside down there is no dark so midsomar is like the longest day it's sun all around it's bright colors it's it's a celebration looking at that setting nobody would put a horror movie in that setting and that movie keeps going dark 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 and it's really really scary towards the end so i quite like how the whole genre was turned upside down by the director and i continue to look forward to his work and first i saw midsomar then i saw hereditary which was also an absolutely great movie a, a, a great thriller horror and i i will look forward to uh, his work a lot and the second uh, sorry a third movie that i would like to talk about again uh, going back to contemporary horror and how the genre has evolved is um, a quiet place it's a, there is absolutely minimal yeah. dialogue in the movie there is minimal dialogue it's only sound and using sound and using uh, the setting that the movie has to scare people actually really worked and the movie uh, also introduced something new to the genre it's quite fresh and recently a quiet place 2 came out i haven't seen it yet but i do look forward to watching it uh, another movie that i'd like to talk about um uh, since i'm a big fan of the psychological horror slash thr- thriller genre is uh, darren aronofsky's uh, black swan um black swan is uh, yes. uh, the one where natalie portman plays a ballet dancer and it is about you know the obs- the effects of um obsession with perfection and you know how how far it can take you and the kind of like the the uh, how you know the line the line between obsession and madness 
um is highly blurred and very very thin um and uh, i i still remember you know watching that movie and and feeling really really creeped out um and natalie portman is so um brilliant in it uh, you know playing she was perfect the dual like effect of the white swan yeah she of was course. perfect you know the dual effect of the white swan and the black swan um beautiful and amazing movie it's a, it's horror for you it's motivational for me <laughs> that's yeah i i was going to say not more i mean not motivational but I, yeah i i think it comes under psychological thriller but it's a good, really really good movie have you guys seen us and get out by any chance because they're also no i've seen both and i thought they were a bit overrated like i wasn't particularly scared in either of them and um yeah i'm not, i i didn't like them either of them much So I uh, watched this really interesting uh, horror movie, which is not a contemporary one, but uh, it I think it came out in two thousand five, and um, it's it's basically uh, all about the coexistence of humans and ghosts in the same plane. So it's pr- primarily uh, you know the ghosts thinking that humans are the intruder, and uh, you uh, I mean they feel like uh, we are the people who are ghosts or outsiders, and vice versa. So it was primarily about you know the two planes. kind of coming together and you know the clash between the two and it was a really really interesting watch because till the end you weren't really clear about who's who and i think um, even bhoot uh, which is uh, which came out uh, around the same time uh, because it kind of set up uh, you know horror in a very very relatable context it was a very very interesting watch and i was pretty scared for a really long time after watching that movie um but uh, uh, coming back to contemporary i have to say that a lot of indian work has happened and a lot of indian you know movies are really really uh, watchable uh, uh, in the genre and i have to say that bulbul which came came out uh, last year uh, was pretty amazing uh, because it's it's it, it was all about uh, bringing indian folklore and you know um, you know uh, the stories around uh, you know all these mythical creatures uh, you know uh, bringing that you know uh, entire narrative to life and making it uh, so believable and also it was very beautifully shot it wasn't necessarily scary but it was uh, full of yeah, uh, it was intrigue like, and I, i also really like bulbul uh, yeah. uh, although i wouldn't slot it in the uh, horror uh, genre it's more like magic realism sort yeah. of you know like a magic fantasy world um yes. uh, sort of thing going on and lately yeah. there've been a lot of these movies i'm a big that's that's like another setting where um uh i i personally really really like uh yeah but good shout out yes yes and it it's very much in the space of jennifer's body which was also the jennifer uh, the i think it, uh, it's called jennifer's body right the one which had mekan of fortunate Yes. Yes. Yeah, so I think that was also on similar premise, which was around occult and magic and all of that. And uh, Bulbul is pretty much in the same space, I would say. Just to kind of wrap this up, do you guys actually believe in uh, ghosts, or do you believe in supernatural? <laughs> this is an interesting, uh, you know, question to ask. No, but I am scared of the dark sometimes. Uh-huh. No, yeah, I don't um, don't believe in either of the things at all, uh, and I think that's actually one of the that's that's I think that's the re that's the reason why I find it difficult to uh, enjoy uh, horror movies, especially those uh, that are about uh, ghosts or supernatural beings, um, because I I just can't shed my you know you have to you have to kind of shed your rational thinking to um uh to 
even believe in in that kind of setting and i just find it difficult to do that i'm just like this is not going to happen like this is just no there is no way and there's no there is no possibility but you just said um, but you just said that you get really scared uh, of horror movies on the other side you're saying don't you don't believe it's going to happen which one is it <laughs> i mean yeah i mean they just give you you know those uh, jump scares um and the atmospherics and like you know the dark setting and those sounds can can be disturbing um but mostly i'm just like this is bullshit <laughs> so uh, for me uh, i would say i don't know if i believe in it or not i would want to believe in the fact that they don't exist in supernatural stuff and uh, the reason why i don't watch a lot of it is because i am afraid that i might experience something which makes me believe that all of this is true so that kind of brings us to an end of this segment oh, <laughs> i think i'm completely <laughs> All right. So while I'm still not a big fan of horror, but to each his own, and people would still keep watching horror movies. With this, we come to an end of this segment and also of the episode. So this is a wrap, guys. Uh, we would like to hear from you on our email ID, which is mentioned in the description. Uh, to write to us about the topics that you would want us to talk about. Also follow us. Follow us on our Insta. the handle is called this could have been a zoom call and uh, we would be back next week all right then goodbye guys bye bye, bye. yay yay